0: a small town guy with a handful of dreams. My future seems bright, or that's how it seems. When it comes to love, I'm in need of advice. I'm in need of What's going advice. on, everybody? And welcome to the very first edition of the WingCast, the official Wingman podcast. Who am I? I am the certified official wingman, the guy who wrote the book Memoirs of Wingman, Steve Guy. And now you're probably asking yourself, What is the Wingcast? The Wingcast is gonna be a weekly episodic show brought to you, and we're gonna talk about dating and relationships and anything that goes into that. So some of it's gonna be, you know, life and help and wellness, all of that. And if you need any advice on any of those things, specifically the dating and the relationships. How to get the girl. How to get the guy. Because we're going to be broad and we're going to go to all of you. This is not just for guys. This is not just for women. This is for anybody and anyone out in the dating world. So if you've got questions, I'm going to hopefully have the answers. Hit me up at thewingcast at gmail.com. Shoot me an email and I will answer your question and read it, the whole scenario, right here on the show. Uh, Of course... Other things I should mention, it's not always going to be just me. I will have guests here, and we'll talk about different uh, topics, different scenarios that involve dating and relationships and life uh, throughout the entire time that we have this show going. So from there, without further ado, guys, I mean, this is it. We're going to cover a broad spectrum of topics. Sometimes it can be very specific. Sometimes it might be general You know, like basic advice. For instance, guys, you know, maybe it wouldn't be such a bad idea to pick up a Cosmo every once in a while and give it a read. I know it seems silly, and you don't want to look like a sissy reading one, but I know half of you are just going to be sitting on the shitter for over an hour at some point playing on your phone. Why not grab the Cosmo magazine, or even better yet, just go to their website or their Twitter, you know, find it on there. And read some articles. It's going to help you. Especially because then you get an idea if your girl is somebody that constantly reads that magazine. You're going to have a better thought process as to maybe how she thinks you think. And ladies, if there's any general advice for you, uh, maybe put that Cosmo down every once in a while. I know that seems ridiculous, and that's hard. It's There's nothing, it's nothing against the publication, all right? It's good. I've read it. It's helped me out. Uh, but, ladies, the thing is, it's not always accurate. You know, all those constant articles like, this is what he's thinking when, that's not always the case. Uh, maybe they don't exactly have pinpoint accuracy on those things. And, quite frankly, maybe it's just the fault of the guys that they are grabbing and interviewing for those things. Uh, Certain guys have certain tendencies. Then again, maybe... No, we're not going to go there. That's going to sound too sexist. I don't want to say that. Uh, Well, look, fair enough. It could be the fact that if it's written by a woman, and sometimes women, you do think you know exactly what a guy's thinking, and frankly, not all of you do. Now, some of you, very good about it. You're right on point. But not all of you do. Just like, guys... We don't know what women are thinking all the time. Frankly, almost none of us do. I'm not even going to pretend like I know what women are thinking, but ladies, you do have some tendencies. You do have some things that you go towards, and that's kind of what this is about, and that's a lot what the book is about, too. If you haven't picked up a copy, if you've never heard of it, check out Memoirs of a Wingman. Uh, You can get it on barnesandnoble.com. You can get it at Amazon.com. You can get it direct through the publisher, which is mascotbooks.com. Just do a search for it. Uh, If you've got Kindle or you read through iBooks, whatever the case may be in terms of an electronic book, you can buy that version of it. You can also buy the paper copy version of it. Uh, The book essentially is a backstory of this character, uh, Jackson Kelly, uh, maybe maybe loosely based uh, upon things that happened in my life, maybe not. I'm not going to tell you one way or the other, but littered throughout the book. This is his story about a guy who's been a wingman the entire time, and it's not going to be like these other books where guys are like, oh, man, I banged so many chicks because I was the wingman. It's not about that, you see, because there's this whole other side of things. You have this whole other grouping of guys who gets stuck being the wingman, and that's all they are. And essentially, this is what Jackson Kelly is, and he's tired of it. And he hits this breaking point, and uh, this is him kind of breaking down. But to the benefit of everybody else, there are tips scattered throughout the book on not just how to be a better wingman, uh, but you know, if you're stuck in a wingman situation, it's a good thing to help your friend out. But also. It's going to give you general dating tips, and that's what it does. So I'm not going to cover those tips necessarily as we do this show, and things may overlap at some point, but certainly this is not going to be a recap of the book week in and week out. Uh, As I sit here right now, it's a little rainy outside, birds are chirping, you might hear some of that, Uh, maybe some cars going by, look, I apologize, it's fine, the point is I'm getting the word out to you and quite frankly if it starts raining even harder again I'm cool with it you know Kenny Chesney has this song he says there's something sexy about the rain I I'm not going to argue it because quite frankly I think this I think it's accurate I think it's right we're all about accuracy here on the Wingcast as much as possible I know some of you ladies are going to be like I hate the rain it ruins my hair I spend so much time on it and then it curls and I straighten it for hours And my makeup's running now. But look, from a guy's perspective, I know, ladies, that you hate that makeup running down. But if it's in the rain or it's in a shower, there is no better way to find out how truly beautiful or pretty a woman is until she's in that moment. And there's just, it's her. That's it. Everything, the facade is all gone. And it's just her so from that standpoint i think the rain i think the showers it's awesome on top of that i'm just going to encourage everybody to have at least one make out in the rain even if that relationship sours or never goes good i guarantee you you are going to remember that and it's going to be etched in your memory You'll be like yeah you know what that rain make out Yeah, that Rain Man guy was pretty hot. Whether you're a guy or you're a girl, it's going to be the case. It just is. I know we're all afraid of getting wet and being stuck in the pouring rain, but if you just let yourself get caught in the moment, get all caught up, just once, the rain and the steam and the air, and you're feeling each other's hot breath and water, and you're tasting the water off of somebody's lips... I digress, I'm getting too excited here Forget it, it's not Shouldn't use the word excited No, listen, ain't no boners happening over here, okay You know what I'm saying, it's just uh, I'm It It's it's a turn on, it's a hot thing That's all I'm saying, have a rain make out Just once in your life, guys Just one time Alright, so Today's episode, let's roll into it It is the first of the WingCast. Uh, Happy you're tuning in and listening. Big shout out to Lousy Weather Media who's taking care of us and and helping this thing get up and going. Uh, On today's episode, guys, we're going to talk about something very basic. Uh, We're going to talk about types. Now, I do the air quotes as I say that. Because you've probably met a lot of people. You've probably dated a few people who have said... Somebody's just not their type. Maybe you just weren't their type. And I think that, well, to me, I hate this idea of types. I just think that uh, it's something to hide behind. It's something that's not. Uh, it's not logical, I guess. But let's talk about types. Let's talk about what that means when people say it, because. People can mean all sorts of different things when they say, I like this type of person, or he's not my type, she's not my type, I'm into this, I'm into that. You know, I think some of this goes back to way back when this was, uh, well, I say way back when because I'm unfortunately a millennial, I'm in that age range, but this goes back to the 50s or 60s, and they did studies, and what they came across is that there are two types of personalities, type A and type B. And there are some people who look into these things and take them at what they're worth and are dead set on, I need somebody who fits this personality mold. I'm a type A and I need a type B to balance me out. Or somebody says, I'm a type A, I can't hang out with a type B because... I just don't get them. I need another type A. But, I mean, let's break those down, okay? I mean, type A are people who have a sense of urgency, traditionally. They're high-stressed, high-strung, very driven, or, you know, they race to achieve higher goals, and they absolutely hate failure. These are the people who are go, 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 according to this. Type B more laid back, these people tend to be less stressed. Uh, actually, sometimes they'll look at failure as a lesson. They'll just shake it off and be like, "Ah, okay, well, I'll do this different the next time." That's fine. They tend to be reflective and innovative, so maybe they're a bit more creative. Instead of needing a sense of direction, just going down that path. And you know, sometimes they, in fact, are too laid back, and they lack a drive. So where's the problem in this? If you're one of those people who are out there and you say, I'm a type A or B and I need to date the opposite or the same. The problem is that you're narrowing things down to two very distinct schools of thought. When in reality, folks, obviously, there are two, there are more, I'm sorry, there are more than two types of people in the world. If there's no reason at all that you should look at these two things. It's such an outdated system. To sit there and look at it and say, you can only be a type A or a type B is absolutely ridiculous. Personally, I'm a little bit of both. I, there's a ton of overlap with it in this for me. Uh, and sometimes I'm one and sometimes I'm the other. That's just how it is. That's the reality of the situation. So if you're somebody who's stuck on this and you only want to date a type A or a type B, I got a newsflash. As you're sitting there wondering, um, I'm ever going to find the person that I'm looking for? It's probably because an exact type A, an exact type B, to your definition, doesn't exist. You're going to have to have a compromise there. I know a lot of people talk about compromise in a relationship. And guess what, folks? You have to have compromise at the very moment that you begin dating because there is nobody that fits that exact mold, especially these for two personality types. It just doesn't work. You can sometimes have a sense of urgency, but you can also be laid back. You could be a very driven person, but also still be reflective and innovative. These things Happen. You could be a very driven person and you can fail a ton of times and you could say, you know what, I learned from each one of those failures and it's going to be okay. You could be a very laid back person and the reason that you are laid back is because you failed and you absolutely hate it and that's who you are now. So these things tend to overlap. Terrible idea. Another common thing that I'm seeing lately uh, as Your boy here is on some of the dating apps, and I see this, and ladies are putting this in their profile. I don't know if guys are, to be honest with you, because, uh, look, I'm just going to be honest with you. I am a heterosexual. Not that I have any sort of problem with anybody who is gay. I just, I haven't done the research to look at the guy side and see if guys are putting this in their profile. That's on me. I probably should have even asked some straight guys uh, that I know who are on this with women, or the women see ask if they saw it on guys' profiles, or hell, I could have asked gay guys. You're right. I absolutely could have. That's on me, all right? I'm not judging anybody for any of their preferences. I'm just trying to be real with you guys. I don't know. This is something I've seen in women's profiles, okay? There is the Myers-Briggs test. If you haven't heard of it, essentially it's a personality profile, and it's going to give you 16 types of, of different personalities. Now, these 16 types are each categorized by four different letters, and the letters are put together to go along with it. The letters that they use I, meaning you're an introvert, E, extrovert, S, for sensing, F, for feeling, T, for thinking, uh, N, for intuitive. J for judging and P per for perceiving. So any combination of those uh, letters go together and create a personality type. For instance, ISTJ is one. It means you're introverted and you basically uh, lean on your senses as opposed to your intuition. Uh, then you do some thinking and your basis is more upon judgment. Than it is perception. So there's a whole grouping there. And what I'm seeing in dating profiles are people putting these things in there and saying that's what they're looking for. And that's cool. That's fine and dandy. And, and all of these have different nicknames accordingly, depending on what website you look them up at. Like there's the artist, there's the mechanic uh basic terms to try and give you an idea of the description of what these personality types convey all right so what's the problem there at this point you're probably like okay steve 16 personality types way more than two personality types this has to be accurate so if i'm someone and i say i'm looking for that precise one then that should be cool that should be what i'm looking for And it exists. And it does exist. You're right. 16 personality types, way better in terms of breaking things down to the different kind of people there are. The problem here is you're kind of selling yourself short. Like, look, why are you just trying to go towards one personality type? People, just like the two personalities, people can have... Bits and pieces of all of these 16 personality types. I truly think that there are more than 16 types because if you look at it realistically, this is just a way to break down the world of billions of people into 16 groupings. But when you've got billions, billions of people, trillions, whatever you want to say, I mean, obviously, there's going to be more than 16. You can have a little bit from everything. Maybe as you look at this grouping of four letters, right? There are three that you really like, and then a fourth one, you know, you're okay with it, and there's only there's portions of it that you like, but then there's portions of something else. You know, for each one, you're going to have things that you miss and match. Mix and match, that sounds better. You're going to have things, elements to each personality that you like to mix and match. And nobody's going to fit an ideal mold. I mean, let's take that back. There are people, I'm sure, that fit these ideal molds. But to find that exact person, what if that exact person doesn't fit other things that you want or have? And this breaks me into the next point. Sometimes people talk about type And it's not a personality. It's a physical thing. Some people, you know, for guys, they're like, well, I prefer blondes over brunettes. Or I prefer a girl with an ass over huge boobs. Or I prefer a girl with huge boobs over a big ass. Whatever. Whatever the body types may be. Uh, You know, ladies, kind of the same deal. Hair color, eye color, they break it down to, they want a guy that works out as more muscular. All of those different things. Uh, what I hate as a guy that does stand up is a girl who says, I just want a guy with a great sense of humor, and then you're cheesy as hell and you talk all the time and you make her laugh, but it's not quite working out because really what she wants is a CEO that has a great sense of humor. And quite frankly, those things don't usually go together. I mean, it just doesn't. Uh, but I, again, digress as I get into my own world there. Physical characteristics are just that. I mean,. Th- that comes down to an attraction. I guess that's, that's what we're really talking about there, right? If you have a specific set of physical characteristics that you like, that's fine. I get that. Like I am more in tune to people saying that than anything else. Uh, I drive people crazy because I always say I don't have a type. And I really don't, you guys. Look, I've gone out with girls of various different races, various different looks, that's just who I am. I really don't have a type because to me, at the core of everything is who you are as a person. And that's what I want to get to know. Like, I'm attracted to anybody that I think is pretty. And then there's some people who I think are pretty that I'm really not attracted to. So to even label these things gets ridiculous because I think the... the I don't have a great word for it, but the risk you take there for lack of better terms, is that if you start to go for something very specific, sometimes there's a very specific look that you like and it kind of corresponds to a certain personality type. You know, to to give you an idea, maybe you like a more muscular guy and you start going for a whole bunch of meatheads. And these guys, sometimes look, you have guys that are smart that work out and are huge meatheads Uh, but then you have stereotypes of guys that are meatheads and are just assholes and then you have guys who are dumb and listen sometimes guys maybe you want to go for a girl who has huge fake boobs and dyed blonde hair and that stereotype obviously as many of us know at this point comes across as being some girl that's dumb look this is twofold here you can't just base things on stereotypes because there are people that don't fit the stereotype, and that's unfair to them. But at the same time, you could be one of those shallow as shit people, and maybe you do go for the stereotype because you want the stereotype, and you just might be disappointed. My point here, guys, if you're not getting all of this at this point in time, is that if you keep going for whatever your quote-unquote type is, and I hear this all the time, and it it keeps failing, but you only stick to that type, there's a problem. Two problems, maybe. One, the problem is your type. Maybe you're going for the wrong type. But the bigger problem is the fact that you're thinking about types. You're pigeonholing yourself to only going for one group of people. You can have characteristics that you like in a person. My suggestion would be to list off characteristics. And look, if you know that you're more attracted to a brunette than a blonde, fine, put that as one of your characteristics, whether that's a guy or a girl. But don't pigeonhole yourself, because then you need to list some other characteristics that are important to you. In the end, you got to find personality traits. And ideally, maybe that's your type. But leave yourself open. Almost rank them. You know, if you don't want to look, if you don't want someone to be an asshole, absolutely, that should be one of your things. Because the, the other issue we run into is as we label types in modern day society, boy, they go all over across the board and even those interlap. You've got your assholes and your douchebags, which, oh by the way, are not the same thing, and I've heard plenty of you women say on different points that you only go for assholes and you always roll into that. And then you shoot down the quote unquote nice guys or you know I don't nice guys or who knows, artists, hipsters, whatever. These are all terms. Nerdy guys, you shoot them down. But that doesn't make any sense because you just said yourself that you always go for assholes or bad boys and it never works out. That's on you at that point. And guys, the same thing. If you just keep trying to go for a girl that's going to be a trophy wife and you're like, oh, I can never deal with this. It doesn't work out. That starts to be on you, not her. Not her. Those girls are going to keep trying to be trophy wives, and they're going to keep doing it, and they're going to find some guy that only wants a girl that fits that mold and personality. But if you don't want that, and you're just going for it because you think that the girls that want to be trophy wives usually are the hottest girls— Guess what, dudes? You're not going to find the girl you're looking for because you're going to come up empty. Because in the end of it, you actually are attracted to a personality. So you need to figure your shit out, man. Either you're happy with the girl who wants to be a trophy wife or she annoys the hell out of you and she pisses you off. You got to go for something else. Guess what? There are very attractive girls that don't want to be trophy wives. And then, in the thick of things, there are girls that look even better than the trophy wives when they don't have makeup on. It happens, I'm telling you. And as I said, the real the real life labels for personality types that exist out there, I can't even tell you to go for one of those or the other because I've seen them overlap so many times. I literally have seen a hipster that doubles up as a meathead. That's happened. I have a friend that's one of those. Or an artist. Actually, the same guy. He's a hipster artist meathead. That's one dude. I have, you know, people I know that are the money throwers, and they're the guys that just want to throw money at people, and they're hoping that they look good, and girls are going to flock to them. Those are the girls for the the guys that want the trophy wives. You're a trophy wife? Fine. Go for that guy. I've seen, heck, I've seen nice guys and nerds that actually are the money throwers just because they don't feel like they can get a girl any other way. I've seen assholes and douchebags that are the country boys. I've seen assholes and douchebags that are metrosexual looking guys. Those guys exist. They just do. I've seen nerds. I've met nerds that are douchebags and assholes. All these things overlap. This is what I'm trying to tell you guys. But if you keep going for a specific type, a very specific type of person, and it's not working, the problem is not them. It's you. You need to open your eyes. Open your, expand your horizons, you know. Go for a different... Style of person or somebody doesn't fit that exact mold of your type so what this is going to be very important and I'm going to end this episode on this thought you guys in the grand scheme of things as you're looking for a type of person there should be exactly one question that gets answered and that's how you should dictate if they are the type for you how do you feel when you're with that person? Think about that. And hopefully you've got your type of person. Or you know if they're not your type of person. That's going to do it for this edition of the Wingcast, you guys. The Wingman Podcast. Uh, my name is Steve Guy. Thanks for tuning in to our very first episode. Get the book, Memoirs of a Wingman. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Look it up. Uh your fave wingman on Instagram. That's y o u r f a v wingman. Uh, on Twitter, it's at wingmanbook. You can follow me personally, but that's where I'm gonna have all that stuff. If you have any sort of questions or you want a relationship advice, whatever the case may be, shoot me an email: thewingcast at gmail. Once again, thanks to Lousy Weather Media for helping me out and get this thing out to you guys. We'll talk to you next time, everybody. I'm just a small town guy with a handful of dreams. My future seems bright, or that's how it seems when it comes to love. I'm in need of advice. I'm in need of advice.